Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Best of Heard Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday. From 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching herd. This is the best of the herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Thursday. We are live in Los Angeles. It's the herd, wherever you may be. However you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, Greg Cosell, an hour from now, NFL Meat Sandwich, Jason McIntyre is joining me today, came to a conclusion last night, had a couple of desserts, they're both fantastic, I think I'm going to give working out and stand in shape a rest for like next 20 years. What's the point? That working out thing, that Jim Things a pyramid scheme. What's the point? Robert Kraft was talking about Tom Brady. Bill Belichick put out a nice little, um, you know, memo about the greatness of Tom Brady. And Robert Kraft said, in the 100-year history of the NFL, there's never been a quarterback like Tom and there never will be again. Um, you know, I think when you look back at Brady leaving New England, Tom has always been able to see around corners, right? He can kind of feel you do something for 20 years. You could be a stockbroker. You could be a, a realtor. You could be a high school principal. You could be in construction. You do something for 20, 25 years. You can kind of, you kind of see around corners. You can see what's happening to your industry or a project. And Brady left New England. And you know why he left New England? To win more. And it sounds weird, right? Tampa's weird. It's a kooky pirate ship. But they had much better weapons. They had an offensive coach. It was a bad division. And the league was pivoting. And Tom saw it. Remember that year, that last year in New England, the cameras caught him multiple times yelling at receivers, get open. Tom's smart. They couldn't draft or develop wide receivers. The league was pivoting. And Tom saw it. He saw what Mahomes was doing in Kansas City. He looked around the league and saw what was happening. The NFL sells winning, and its players sell winning, and this is why it's so much popular than every other sport. I love the NBA, but LeBron left four straight finals. He left winning 
to do business in L.A. The Lakers had a bad roster. They still do. Kevin Durant left the dynasty to go play with a friend. I said at the Times, if Mahomes left Kansas City to play with a buddy with the Jets, we'd make fun of him relentlessly. Mello was winning in Denver. Nah, I'm going to go to New York. Big brand, big city. And Kyrie left winning because he wanted to satiate his ego and be the man. How'd that work out for you? Peyton Manning chose Denver. Go back. A lot of teams wanted him. It was the best roster. He won a Super Bowl. Brady chose Tampa. Offensive coach. League pivoting. Chris Godwin. Mike Evans. Young tight ends. And he brought some friends to help him. In the NBA, it's about ego and business and brand and scoring and getting mine. And I love the sport. But Brady and Manning chose rosters. Kyrie chose being the man, a disaster in Boston. Kevin Durant chose playing with a friend, a disaster in Brooklyn. Mello chose big city New York, seven years, one playoff series win. Think about how bad the East was when Mello was in New York. It was awful, and he won one playoff series. And LeBron in Los Angeles, it's a mess, to be honest. It's been a mess. But in the NFL, Matt Stafford said, get me a better coach, get me a better roster. I can win. And he got a Super Bowl. When Favre went to the Vikings, remember that? People thought, oh, it's a grudge. No. Vikings the year before made the playoffs with Gus Farratt. And if I recall, Tavares Jackson. Keep the thing the thing. That's why NFL playoff games get 40 ratings, 37 million, 40 million. NBA playoffs, first round, get a million. Fans feel it. Because for fans, all that matters is winning. And for the NFL and players, all that matters is winning. Don't really care about shoe deals and ego and being the man. You want to win games. I watched Brooklyn last night with KD fall behind to the Boston Celtics 46-19. Sitting there at a restaurant watching it on the screen. And I'm like, 46-19 first quarter. How's that working out for you? That would be Mahomes, as great as he is, going to play with a friend. And that's why I think Tom Brady is retiring. Winning. He left New England because he saw how the league was pivoting. And I think he looks at Tampa's roster. It's getting old in spots. And he thinks to himself, why am I doing this? This is not a Super Bowl team. He looks at the Niners. He looks at the Eagles roster. Tom sees around corners. We're not a Super Bowl team. Patrick Mahomes will be on first things first after our show today. Brady just retired, and he talked about Tom. He has a little bit of that. He has the Jordan in him, that will to win and that will to be the best. Um, I think that's what makes Tom so great. His will to bring his teammates along is special, and his will to be great and be the best is special. And uh, that's something that whenever I talk to Tom, I just try to I learn as much as possible. And he's able to He's uh, more than willing to give me some advice, which is I think is pretty cool um, because he is the GOAT and uh, someone that I want to try to chase. Patrick Mahomes later today on First Things First. It's powerful. The fans can feel it. The networks can feel it. The advertisers can feel it. The players, it's all about winning. Isn't that why we watch sports? Isn't that why we wear jerseys? I mean, I don't, but people do. Winning. It's the thing. Um. So Sean Payton is now the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And 
And I think sometimes people uh, just say things to get attention, like Sean Payton, overrated. Feels like you've got some inside knowledge. Uh, He's not. Uh, When Sean Payton took over the Saints, they were called the Aints. People wore paper bags over their head. They had less talent than the Houston Texans have now. They were 3-13. and The following year with Sean Payton, Three and thirteen, they were in the NFC Championship game, and that was when Favre played for the Packers. Andy Reid was with the Eagles. Yeah, they were, they were good teams. And it's not just that he won instantly and won big, but he had obstacles in New Orleans: Hurricane Katrina. His owner bought an NBA team, and they took his GM Mickey Loomis and made him run both. He literally had a part-time general manager. Got suspended for a year too. In the 40 years before Sean Payton, the Saints had a single playoff win. He showed up. In 15 years, they had nine and a Super Bowl. In fact, Payton's last year is a great example of how he could grind out wins when everything went wrong. They went nine and eight with Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, and Trevor Simeon. They went nine and eight his last year. That good Bucks team was in that division. Yeah, and uh, Michael Thomas, his best wide receiver in an emerging wide receiver league, didn't play. Alvin Kamara was hurt for a month. All sorts of injuries. And oh, by the way, Marquez Callaway was a leading receiver that year. And yet they would have gotten into the playoffs in his final year. Except for the Niners beat the Rams. If I recall, it was in overtime, and therefore that knocked them out. And if you recall, with all those bad quarterbacks, they were good down the stretch, 4-1. and one. Three teams in the NFL this year went from last to the playoffs. The Giants, the Jags, and Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not complicated. I'm not sure if a bookstore has football for dummies, but if it does, buy it. Um, Sean Payton's a really good coach. And less qualified, less successful coaches have turned things around much faster. I uh, got a text last night from somebody uh, very close inside the Denver organization that said people have no idea at what a circus the Broncos were with Nathaniel Hackett. Really good guy over his head. And we see it occasionally. Freddie Kitchens, Jim Tom Sula. Some would argue Dennis Allen, coach of the Saints, is just not, it's just not working. It didn't work in the Raiders. It doesn't work with the Saints. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's this idea that the Saints, it was easy. They had natural disasters. At one time, he had a part time general manager also running the basketball organization, a suspension for a year, Trevor Simeon, an aging Drew Brees. Taysom Hill, (laughs) yeah, and they won a lot. The final year, if the Niners don't beat the Rams, they make the playoffs. He's good. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. You know, it's funny. Jerry Jones, an oil maverick, always been on the edge He's always taking opportunities. Big risk guy when he bought the Cowboys. Uh, Jimmy Johnson all tells me those stories the first couple of years. 
had bank loans to pay off. Uh, he is a risk taker. And then something happened. Uh, I saw a story this morning that Stephen Jones, we are committed to giving Dak Prescott an extension, kicking the can down the road. Now, that deal would lower cap hits the next couple of years for Dak. And you know what this is? This is Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. That's what they've done. Now, when you get Dak and Kirk Cousins, the two quarterbacks that I've constantly compared to each other, you get professionalism, stability, and competency. I would never argue with that. They are franchise quarterbacks. But here's three things to realize. They have virtually identical numbers. I mean, virtually identical career numbers. It's crazy how even they are. For our radio audience, their passer ratings are identical, 97.8. Completion percentages, 66. Passer, uh, their records, their passing yards per game, same guy. I've been saying this for years. Dak is Kirk Cousins with a better brand. They also struggle against better teams, and they do very well, very well against the bad teams in their division. <laughs> and the Vikings have always chosen to just extend Kirk and figure it out and manipulate and figure it out and extend it, and how's it working? Philadelphia now, I mean, Dak and Cousins, it's a 401k of the NFL. Philadelphia is like, we're going to pull out about half of our 401k and go into a startup, a tech company. Big risk. Two Super Bowl trips. Already won one, favored to win another. But it is interesting because Jerry's an oil guy and a maven and a maverick and all those, you know, guts. And, and this is the Vikings. This is just exactly what the Vikings are doing. Well, let's renegotiate it. Let's extend it. Going to have to pay them all that money eventually. <laughs> Beat the bad teams. Struggle with the good teams. Nearly identical BP-plus quarterbacks. Professional, stable, competent, good guys, never awful. Jerry Jones this week talking about the fine line between aggressive and stability when he's thinking about a deal. Anybody that thinks I won't take a chance has misread the tea leaves. Okay, But I do think longer term, and I'm real hesitant to bet it all for a year. And uh, there's a lot of things that can happen for that year. In essence, we're seeing a couple of teams that have had some real success putting it all out there and uh, paying, it, paying for it later. My point is that uh, I do know how to take risk. Uh, they're absolutely right. We have been uh, in the middle here for a few years. I like where we are right now, more in the middle. He's honest. That is exactly where they are. They're not at the top. They're, uh, they're middle to slightly above middle. And really hard questions to ask going forward. It is also mostly, despite what happened with an 11-0 record in close games this year, it's where the Vikings mostly are. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, and now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Yesterday, Devontae Adams was, I guess, on the internet, on social media, um, you know, insinuating somebody asked what neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to? And Devonte Adams on social media said mine. <laughs> um, my guess is, is that Aaron is not going to retire for two reasons. He can make another hundred million dollars. I know money doesn't matter to him. It matters to everybody. Uh, and the second thing is Tom Brady retired. Do you really want to share the podium in Canton with Tom Brady? You really want to be uh, second billing to Tom Brady in Canton. Your whole career, you've been second billing to Tom Brady. You want to do it in Canton? Play one more year. We watch Brady cry at the Hall of Fame speech. Then Aaron Rodgers do the Hall of Fame speech the, the next year as the leading marquee guy. So there's that. Um, 
But it's interesting when I think about the Raiders is that um, in a lot of decisions I've made in my life, I've made the decision based on who is in my ear, who is telling me whether I've changed companies, I've changed agents, uh, I've, I've made big moves, who's in my ear. And that's important to think about. So Aaron Rodgers to the Jets gets a lot of talk, but you know, Aaron's smart enough. That's a wobbly ownership. Got a coach that's got a winner. He's fired. A bunch of young kids. It's a weird, bad old line. That, but Aaron to the Raiders is West Coast. Devontae Adams and great weapons. Offensive head coach with the ring. And I do think privately Green Bay looks at the Raiders and thinks, listen, they've already said through sources and leaks we're sending them to the AFC. Whereas the Bills feel like they're declining. Um the Patriots don't have weapons. Who knows about Tua's health? You could see Aaron Rodgers if he went to the Jets winning that division. It wouldn't be crazy. New York's got good talent. But if you put him in the Mahomes division, the Sean Payton-Russell-Wilson division, Herbert with a good O-line uh, or good O-C, um, I think privately that's where Green Bay would love to send Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders. Not winning that division. Good luck. That's a, that is a great, you got coaching, you got star quarterbacks, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Let's go back to my initial point about who's in your ear. So, you know, Josh McDaniels is telling Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. Okay, now Sean's in the division. They're going to fix Russell. Okay, now Kellen Moore with Justin Herbert and Mahomes. We, we got to go big here. Okay, we, we're not drafting a college quarterback. Josh McDaniels, by the way, was having private meetings with the owner last year. He doesn't have another year to win six games. So Josh McDaniels, in the ear of Mark Davis, let's get Aaron. Who else is? Devontae Adams, who doesn't want to play with Jarrett Stidham. He got frustrated with Derek Carr. Didn't want to play with a rookie. Who are the two people in Mark Davis? The And he's been influenced before by guys like John Gruden. Who's in his ear? His coach and his star player are both saying, get Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, it is what the Raiders need to do. So much of this league is job survival because these, these jobs, there's 32 of them. They're the best jobs in the world, all right? In pro sports, NBA is a job you're hired to get fired. Outside of a Popovich or a Spolstra, it's just the coach of the year gets fired two years later, right? Out, say, your Kerr's and Spolstra's. In the NFL, um, these are gold bars. And I, Josh McDaniels, Peyton and Russell, Herbert with a legit OC or a big-time OC, Mahomes and Reed. And remember, Kansas City's young in some of these spots defensively. They're just going to get better. And they've got a lot of gas, uh, trade draft picks. Aaron to the Raiders, you know who is lobbying hard for that. I, I hear you. I like the idea. I do have to ask, Josh McDaniels has feuded with many a quarterback. He is very prickly. Him and Jay Cutler got into it from the jump. Jay Cutler apparently walked out of the first meeting in Denver, was like, get me the hell out of here. Derek Carr was dressed down in front of the team by Josh McDaniels. Players were saying, yeah. man, it's kind of not fair what he's doing to Derek Carr. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to take that crap from Josh McDaniels, well, who hasn't won jack squat? Yeah. I don't want to hear about the Super Bowls with Belichick and Brady. What has Josh McDaniels done? that he's going to take that kind of behavior from Aaron Rodgers. Well, 
first of all, Tom Brady's relationship with Josh McDaniels, despite one piece of video evidence, was really strong. Yes. They really liked each other. Tom and Aaron are friends. They talk. So Aaron would call Tom and say, what do you make of Josh McDaniels? Over the course of a decade working with a, with a coach, you get a right to bark. They bark at you. You bark at them. Let's not make too much of Josh McDaniels barking at Brady. In a game, by the way, not even at practice. I think Brady would overwhelmingly give him a A++. Listen, when Brady went and dealt with Bruce Arians, you don't think Brady ever texted Josh McDaniels back, hey, want to come down to Tampa? He was feuding with Bruce Arians. And Tom doesn't really feud with coaches. And that was, that thing until like that bye week, week 12, right. they were yep. seven and five. That's a good point. So I, I A, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, legit. The Raiders' O-line, I don't think it's great, but PFF rates it way higher than everybody well, else thinks. For, hold on. Aaron Rodgers makes a ton of money. I don't think they're going to be able to keep Jacobs and Waller. I mean, I was reading Albert Breer. This, uh, I mean, Rodgers' salary is ridiculous, Colin. They're going to have to do something. To, they're going to have to unload some guys to be able to afford him. I mean, he's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks next year in the league. Hit on some draft picks. We don't need more good quarterbacks in the AFC if the Jets are going to make the playoffs. It's just very <laughs> difficult. It does feel hopeless. If he goes to the Raiders... I just don't see why Aaron Rodgers wouldn't say, you know what, I'm going to stay and win this NFC and go to the Super Bowl. I'm, That's the best chance we, right there. No, we talked about this yesterday. But Aaron Rodgers said two days ago with Pat McAfee, uh, they're having discussions without me. So remember, they can trade him. Well, don't we make fun of Jerry Jones for meeting with the media all the time? Why are we making fun of Rodgers for going on Pat McAfee's show every week to just well, pop off about whatever's on his mind? Because it's very appropriate for players to have opinions about football. It's not as appropriate for owners on a Monday to constantly <laughs> be talking about football. Let players and coaches talk about football. They're playing it. They're putting their bodies at risk. I feel like you're turning around on Aaron Rodgers. You guys are. Is there a bromance behind the no, scenes I don't know no, about? No, no. Okay. Always said, first ballot Hall of Famer. Think well, he's a little high maintenance. Little, little high maintenance? A little passive aggressive, but he's absolutely great. And I think the Raiders, two of stars, two big stars, Devontae Adams and Josh McDaniels, the coach. He's a big dog there, right? Big salary. I think they're in Mark if, Davis. If you made gear. a list of the most high maintenance NFL quarterbacks, well, Aaron Rodgers is number one at the top. Well, and then there's a massive gap for whoever number two is. Kyler Murray? Massive gap to Kyler Murray, yes. Aaron Rodgers is oh, number on. one by a mile. Oh, it's not even on. close. Come on. You're, that's unfair. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Greg Cosell, <laughs> 43 years NFL Films, joins us live. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, Tom put his feet in the sand. He's retired. When you, when you go back yeah. about defining quarterback characteristics of Tom Brady and you look at film... Um, I mean, you, this is what you do for a living. What are things, yeah. when, when, to be the GOAT, you got to be pretty special at multiple things. What are the defining characteristics you look at when you look at all these quarterbacks and you say, yep, he did that as well as anybody else, he did that as well as anybody else? 
Well, because I don't, you know, get to do what teams do and spend time with players, let's say, leading up to a draft, I'm looking at it from sitting in my office and watching tape. And I would say that the things that stand out to me about Brady, number one, he was precisely accurate. His ball placement was consistently precise. And I think you have to start there because when all said and done, if you can't throw the ball where you want to, you don't have anything. Number two, the thing that stood out to me as his career progressed was just how good he was before the ball was snapped. Yeah, We live in an era now, Colin, where defenses are far more multiple, far more detailed, far more nuanced than they ever were. And to be a really great quarterback, snap after snap, week in and week out for years and years, you really have to have a great understanding of the game, both with your offense and what defenses are showing you before the snap of the ball. It's too hard to figure this out as you're dropping back because everything is happening so fast. So to me, Tom Brady was an absolute master at knowing what was going on before the ball was snapped. Yeah. Um, and then just, just the, the ability to repeat. And a lot of people don't talk about this anymore. And some people don't think it's important. Maybe I'm old school, Colin, but I do. Repetitive mechanics. He threw the ball the same way all the time. I know now with what Patrick Mahomes does, <laughs> and he's incredibly special. I mean, you know, you're not necessarily going to teach a young kid to play like Patrick Mahomes with all those off-platform throws and all those kinds of things that he can just do because he's truly special. You teach someone how to do it the right way. And to me, Tom Brady... Everything was done the right way 99% of the time. Repetitive mechanics. He looked the same throwing the ball. His footwork, his base, um, his upper body, everything was in sync. He delivered the ball the right way all the time. And I think that those things really stand out to me about Brady. But one quick point. You couldn't make the argument that although defenses have changed and although teams obviously throw the ball far more than they did years ago. He essentially plays the game the way, let's say, Bart Starr and Bob Greasy played the game 40, 50 years, 60 years ago. Yeah. You know, he's not a runaround guy. He drops back and delivers the football. It's just that, you know, the game, the game has changed around him, and therefore he's had to do other things like be phenomenal before the snap, as I mentioned. But for the most part, he plays the game like the old school quarterbacks. He also had a good enough arm to make all the throws, but it wasn't that is correct. But it wasn't great enough that he fell in love with it. Um, a lot of the strong arm quarterbacks they fall in love with their arm. They don't work yep. as hard. They think there's more Favre. He fell in love with his arm. He'd make throws you shouldn't make. Ill advised. Tom's was always. I always said this about Andrew Luck. I was talking to a, a scout guy once about this. I said his arm is good enough, but it's not great enough that he's not going to work really, really hard. And I, I think Tom, I always thought, threw a great bad weather ball because of his hip turn. I always thought his ball moved. I remember years and years ago, he played a game in Chicago, and it was a you know, whiteout. It was snowing everywhere. Yeah. And he threw a ball at the sidelines, and it was windy. And I thought, that is a great ball in lousy weather. And so it was always a good enough arm, but not now. Now, for the record, Mahomes has a great arm and he still has an incredible work ethic. But I, I do think that can get you into trouble now. No, and I agree. And I think, you know, people forget that where Brady played, his ball cut through the wind in Foxborough with no problem at all. Yeah, you're right. 
So Sean Payton, this is what he does. Yeah. I mean, his last year in New Orleans, they went nine and eight with Trevor Simeon, no Michael Thomas, Kamara was hurt, Jameis Winston, and Taysom Hill. <laughs> so this is what he does. And and they, you know, you go look at the last couple of years with Teddy Bridgewater, went five and zero oh with him. This is what he does. Um, what part? Um, where does Russell Wilson? Because I said the drop off on hitting deep balls was shocking. I always thought he was a great rainbow. Yeah. It was he awful. Was. It was awful. Um, that seems to me to be a priority. When you look at the Russell tape, and he was a little better end of the year beginning, where do you see areas he's got to improve? Um, well, let's let's look at the marriage between the two. Because I think ultimately, Sean Payton in his NFL career, for almost all of it, was with Drew Brees. And what kind of quarterback was Brees? Brees was a precision player. Breeze was not, even though he was a very good athlete, better than people thought, Breeze was not really a second reaction player. Everything was schemed, designed, and executed 99% of the time within structure. That's the way Sean Payton will teach it. So now the question becomes, Russell Wilson, who I believe is capable of doing that, but there's a mindset that goes with that. You have to be willing to stay in the pocket late in the down yeah. and work through the routes and the progressions. You have to be willing to do that. Breeze was a master at that, and then finding space or finding an angle to deliver the football, given that he was just six feet. I think Wilson is capable of that. He hasn't done a lot of that in his career. Normally, he moves. Don't forget, he's been sacked a ton in his career, Colin. And normally, quarterbacks that get sacked a ton, a large percentage of that falls on them, a meaningful percentage. I don't want to say large, a meaningful percentage. So I think Wilson, in some ways, will have to adjust his mindset, and maybe we'll find out if he can or he can't. I think he's physically capable of doing what I suggested, but then you have the mental part and – you know, he's played a certain way for a very, very long time. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But this is an offense that will be built on precision and structure. And we know that Russell Wilson at times does not like to play that way. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. I want to go, I thought the story that didn't get discussed was Kansas City's defense against the Bengals. Joe Burrow had his worst game since week one coming off that major surgery. And, you know, Burrow just did not have a lot of bad Sundays this year. Accurate, situationally excellent, and I thought he was really off. And, you know, Kansas City's got some rookies on the back end. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, this this was a game uh, I thought Cincinnati would figure out a way late like they are prone to do to have a great second half and figure out a way to win. What did Kansas City do defensively to give Burrow a rare off game by his standards? It's funny you say that about Kansas City because once Snead got hurt after four plays in their dime uh, defense with six defensive backs, which they played about 25 snaps in the game, they were playing with four rookies, Colin, in their dime defense. And that really hasn't been talked about. I mean, you're in an AFC championship game against a great quarterback with three, well, Boyd got hurt, but with, you know, quality, quality wide receivers, and you're playing with four rookies. Now, they played a ton in this game of split safety. Okay, that was their coverage foundation. They played a lot of zone with split safety, and they played a lot of two-man coverage, meaning two deep safeties and man underneath. That's a really good coverage um, 
against good receivers. And what they did a lot in this game is they bracketed Jamar Chase. Yeah. So they took Burrow off of Chase, and now you've got to go somewhere else. Okay, and and that always changes the mindset of a quarterback. Now, obviously, Burrow made some really good throws. The touchdown to Higgins for 27 yards came where they actually bracketed Chase. So he did make some plays. But then you also get into the pass rush. This is a team that is predominantly and has been this year a four-man D-line pass rush, and they really have good players. Chris Young, uh, Chris Jones is the one everybody thinks about, but um, you obviously have Frank Clark Dunlap, and Michael Dana, number 51, is a really good player for the Chiefs. He lines up inside and outside. Um, so they were capable of really squeezing the pocket throughout the game, and they are long, with the exception of Dana. These are long athletes. Yeah. So – you know, they played a certain way, and it was very effective. And, you know, as I said, they, they bracketed Chase quite a bit throughout the game. What stood out to you about Patrick Mahomes and his offensive performance? No, I think we spoke about this last week, but I, I am just so, so impressed. I mean, and, and just his awareness of where people are is mind-boggling to me. His <laughs> uh, Spatial awareness, because I got to tell you, I've been watching Mahomes going back to his last two years in college when I studied him in detail, and I'll be the first to admit that I had questions about whether he would be a, a highly successful NFL quarterback because he just moves, Colin. He just moves, and he does that in the NFL too. There are The tape tells you there are many times he moves when there's no reason to move. There's no pass rush pressure by NFL standards, and he just moves, but his spatial awareness his vision that goes along with that is just remarkable. You know, I'm not sure we've seen a guy with those two things at the level of Patrick Mahomes. And, of course, his arm is, is sensational and his yeah. ability to throw from different angles. Um, and, and, by the way, what I said is no, no knock on the fact that he can also throw really, really well from the pocket. Yeah. But, but I think it's just in his DNA to move. And I think that makes it really hard on defenses. I remember talking to a coach – a couple years ago, who said when you play against Mahomes, it is really tough because in a sense you have to have two separate defenses. You have to have one for the first two seconds of a play and then for what happens after two seconds. And that's just really, really hard. All right, let's go to uh, Philadelphia Niners. Um, what can we take away from the Eagles' defensive performance because Purdy got hurt in the second quarter? What do we take yeah. away from it? I don't take much away from that at all. We know what the Eagles defense is. We know what they are. Yeah. They're not going to dramatically change. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that game, as far as everything changed and uh, when Purdy got hurt, and it's just very hard to really make any comment that means anything besides speculative. Yeah. We know what the Eagles defense is. So, you know, that, yeah. that to me, there was not a lot there. Okay, so let's talk Jalen Hurts then, because I think there is a lot yep. here. Um, there is. I don't. I didn't think he threw with touch. I thought some of his underneath routes were low. I mean, like down yeah. on the uh, on the shoes. He's obviously hurt. Uh, what did the film say? Yeah, I I think that since he's come back from injury and he may be hurting far more than than we know. I don't think he's played particularly well. Um, I think that he's been out of rhythm on his drop and his set and his delivery. I think he's been playing a little fast mentally, and that results in him playing a little fast physically. So what he's been doing, which he did early in his career, you know, in his second season more so, um, 
is he breaks down in the pocket when there's no need to break down in the pocket. He's getting rid of the ball before route concepts have a chance to develop. He has not looked like he did earlier in the season prior to the injury when he was playing really well. Um, and so what's happening is he's just, everything is too, it, it, it's an interesting combination, Colin. It's fast, but yet too deliberate. Like he's just not seeing it the way he should see it and then reacting properly. Yeah. And, you know, we'll obviously next week talk more about the specific matchup against the Chiefs, but Jalen Hurts is going to have to play better than he has in the playoffs, which is an odd thing to say. And people hearing this might say, you don't know what you're talking about because they won, you know, 38-7 and 31-7. But if you're just isolating Jalen Hurts and evaluating him, he has not played anywhere near the same level he did earlier in the season. Okay, let's talk about their run game. We'll eventually get to the big play, which uh, you give us every week. The run game, what makes yeah. it special? You know, the thing about their run game, first of all, there's so many potential post-snap things that a defense has to deal with, Colin. You know, Hertz is in the gun on almost every play, and there's a, more often than not an offset back. So you've got so many elements to deal with. And as I get to the play, we'll talk about this as well. But, you know, you could have four or five different potential plays that could happen from Hertz being in the gun with an offset back. And it just makes it really, really hard to defend. So their run game is really good. They end up getting numbers. They, they always have the zone read element to their game with Hertz. Um, so there's just so much you have to defend, not only from their play perspective, but how you choose to align. Because so much depends on pre-snap alignment. Because if you get caught with numbers, um, as they did a number of times, the Niners did a number of times in that game, then you're going to get beat. So their run game is really, really tough to defend. All right. Big play of the week then is? It's going to be the Sanders 13-yard touchdown that put them ahead 14-7. And this speaks to just what I was talking about. So let's show the play, Colin. Um, this ended a, a long drive uh, late in the second quarter, and it made the, the game 14-7. And this just speaks to what I said. So you're going to see Jalen Hurts in the gun. Now, Miles Sanders will be offset to his right to the wide side of the field. And then you're going to get a tight bunch to the same side. So you've got four receivers to the wide side. And then you've got Devonta Smith to the other side. Okay, the single receiver. There's five plays that could happen here. Inside zone. Wow. Zone read. RPO. Bubble screen. The fade to Smith. So here they just handed it off. As on the inside zone. So what do you get? These are the numbers I was talking about. You get three on three to the run side, to play side. Every offense will take that in the run game. Three on three, you see Kelsey on the fold block come around. Greenlaw tries to step inside. Doesn't work. But there's five plays that could have been run here, and the defense gets caught from a numbers perspective. They did not have the numbers they needed to defend the zone run to the weak side of the formation. This is one reason why this run game is so difficult to defend. 43 years, NFL Films. We'll talk next week and break it all down. The Eagles and the Chiefs. Good seeing you, Greg. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. Hi, let's talk about pro plan sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.